0: Hi, friend. My name is Amy Joy, and this is the Make Prayer Beautiful podcast. I have been talking about discernment. How does one grow in discernment? And the young friend who asked me about this, I think, had a pretty good sense around things that are ethically right or wrong. That's pretty obvious. But the question was more like, how do you discern when you're dealing with people who either are believers or who claim to be believers? when it seems a little bit more murky how do you make a judgment around whether a person is upright or not how do you how do you determine if what they're saying is true and this is challenging is <laughs> it is challenging and so yeah Jesus i ask for wisdom around this topic lord what have you given and what have you shown lord i ask for real graciousness to flow as well. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. So part of what makes it hard is that in the world, we have God who is all light and in him, there is no darkness at all. So the yin and yang symbol, that kind of circle with the swirl and there's the white with the black dot and the black with the white dot, you know, kind of to symbolize like No, no, everybody has some bad in them and everybody has some good in them. You're like, well, that doesn't apply to God. (laughs) I really liked what C.S. Lewis said about the enemy, that there's no such thing as pure evil because uh, it it wouldn't be able to stand up under its own weight. So in order to be an effective evil thing, you have to be able to strategize and have an act with uh, wisdom or systems or discernment on some level well, that is a gift from God. <laughs> In order to act effectively, you have to be able to utilize relationships. Well, God is a relational God. Uh, it, it was just interesting to say there is there is no such thing as pure evil uh, because the more effective evil is still using some of God's good gifts. So I just leave that as kind of a philosophical aside that made me happy some years ago when I read it. Thank you, C.S. Lewis. But that part of what that means then is that every person you're dealing with is going to be a mix of light and dark. (laughs) Oh, that makes it a little bit challenging. So we're so blessed that we have a God who is so good that he's not like the gods of the ancients where they were very much like people, just a little bit oversized, supersized, no, we have a pure and holy God, but then we're dealing with people who are not um, fully, fully healed, who are not fully obedient. So, how how do we recognize that? So, I think obviously, first thing we're going to have to ask God for wisdom wherever we go and in whatever uh, we find ourselves, however we find ourselves operating. And uh, <laughs> oh yeah, Jesus. So then we recognize that or the, the best method, I think, and one of my friends, Emma, is so good at this. She's very, very gracious and on her team. She always wants everyone to assume the best as a first step. And this reminds me a little bit of one of the questions that Cindy McFadden asked me at one point about someone who had hurt me. And she said, is he bad or am I sad? and that was such a clarifying question because it really made the conversation very easy like i am feeling hurt but this person did not intend to hurt me i'm feeling hurt but this person is a, a good person and so i am sad yes but i'm it's not because the person is bad it's just because of how the relationship Played out in a particular scenario. That's so helpful. I come back to that question repeatedly because there is a part of saying, okay, am I dealing with someone who's actually malicious, who should not be in my life? Or am I dealing with someone who is kind, but like all of us, broken? (laughs) So I I offer that to you as like an extra gift because to me, that was really a helpful and clarifying question to be able to ask. But then along with that, I also found it really interesting because people are dealing with different levels of healing, different levels of, um, relational connection to the Lord. They might be carrying something in the spirit that is not what the Lord would have for them. They might be carrying trauma that makes them react in startling and unexpected and really unproductive ways. They, uh, they just might be triggered a whole lot more than what you might wish (laughs) for someone who was healed. And so, you know, I thought it was really beautiful. A while back, I read a pretty horrifying book called Unmasking the Jezebel Spirit by John Paul Jackson. And in that book, he talks about the Jezebel spirit, which if you think about the story of Jezebel, she's seeking intentionally to lead the the people of Israel astray she's trying to introduce um, the demonic into that realm she is very seductive she's very strong and the um, her husband is not able to corral her at all and so you can see this spirit at work in businesses you can see the spirit at work in churches I mean when I was reading this book the first time I was like oh my goodness, am I one of these people? You know, because there's an element where I'm like, well, I probably have little aspects of this in me. And so it, it becomes kind of a uh, a foggy issue sometimes because she's also very much uh, a, like a, a spirit of confusion and blinded eyes. So uh, what I appreciated about that book though is that the author said some of these people are they're, they're more malicious. They're behaving in ways that are not holy because that is who they are. They're just not righteous people. But a lot of the people that are behaving like this are simply deceived. They, they think they're doing what they're supposed to be doing and they're not. And so I think the, the point with all of that is to say, We recognize that the people around us are creations of the Lord. We recognize that we, as well as they, have flaws, are not perfect, are on a journey. Some of them are actively malicious and seeking harm. I would think of any of the witches or covens who are actively casting spells against the people of God, they would be actually actively malicious. (laughs) But for most people, they're not that destructive or not that... Um, intentionally and blatantly evil, and yet they might still be causing harm. And so then it's just a matter of asking the Lord, Lord, what are you doing in this case? Where am I seeing you? What, what is the response I'm supposed to have here? So Jesus, yeah, we pray for your wisdom and discernment in relationships. We ask for your grace to be permeating the different things, uh, the different circumstances that we find ourselves in. We thank you, Jesus. Amen.